0: Hello everybody, welcome to RPG Cast, episode 240 for the week of September 29th, 2012. I'm your host Chris Briggs, here, here with a bunch of RP gamers finest, including John Yearworth.
1: Um, Hi, I'm busy having an argument about macros in the chat room. That's
0: right, because that's what you do. Also here, Anna-Marie new Film.
2: If we could have made more noise during that countdown, I think that your microphone would have exploded.
0: It, it would have, it would have, but uh, fortunately the listeners at home don't have to listen to the countdown. Uh, and finally, the the man who almost blew up my my microphone during the countdown, Michael Tidwell.
3: It was a cough, not a sneeze. I don't know what you're whining about.
0: Mm, well, it was a it was a cough <laughs> off. There's that better. Yeah, a little bit. All right. All right, good. Thanks for joining me this weekend, guys. Yep, you're always here. Just, missing just got back in town. missing in action is Emmanuel Marino. How many weeks has it been? I don't know where he's at. We need to get the we need to get the people out there looking for him. Worried about him. He's in well, L.A. I was in L.A. If so
3: I'd known, yeah. I would have looked.
0: <sighs> Gotta figure out where that man is at. So if you see, if you have a, a marie um, what is it, Marino E.M. on Twitter, message him and say, hey, you need to be on next week's show. So there. So send him those messages. And uh, then hopefully we'll track him down. Otherwise, he's uh you know, he got he went to Roscoe's Chicken and Waffles and didn't make it back. We'll have to. We'll have to have a memorial service. I want chicken and waffles now. Now mm. I'm hungry. We should start I don't talking. I think that
2: would be good for your tummy.
0: Yeah. Well. All right. Let's talk about what we've been playing.
2: And World of Warcraft. Yeah. Oh, World man. of Warcraft. World of Warcraft. <laughs> <laughs> That's
0: pretty much it for for me. Um. So World of Warcraft came out. The new Panda expansion. I don't know if you've touched this at all, Quinn.
1: Um. Uh, Would I say that um, uh, I may have already race changed my main to panda?
0: Ah, there you go. I can't do that because they can't be druids, sadly. No, uh, they can't. No, they cannot. Uh, let's see. So it's wow, it's got pandas, Anna. So let's let's go over what have we done so far, Anna? We did, we started pandas, we started brand new pandas, and leveled them up through the starting area, and that was really good. That's a really great starting area, isn't it?
2: Yeah, actually it's uh ouch. It's full of Rama one half references. It's great.
0: And other stuff, yeah.
2: Yeah, no, I They they've really done a good job in making it feel like it fits right into like the Warcraft lore, which was I think the thing that people were kind of worried about cuz the Pandaren came apart as like this stupid April Fools joke and then it ended up being like this like throwaway hero in Warcraft 3 and oh, all of a sudden now we have a race that we need to build it around. Uh, Is this going to come out super lame or is it going to be okay? And, yeah, it ended up being really cool. So, yeah, I I like the fact that you get introduced to basically two main characters as you're going through the initial story, and each of those break off one alliance and one horde, and you get to go with them, and that's how you choose your faction.
3: Mm Mm-hmm.
0: And so then the starting area has all sorts of cool things like really large rabbits and big carrots to, to harvest and other sorts of cool things that are all like, it feels like you're in an anime. And I think that's kind of what they were going for. And of course the Ranma one half references you mentioned earlier, uh, certainly helped seal that.
1: I haven't done the, uh, panda starting area yet. So I haven't run into any of those. Yeah, you should,
0: totally should. It doesn't take yeah. too long either. Um, so I started playing as a monk in the starting area. now I'm only up to like level 13 with that monk. so I haven't seen too much of his later abilities, um, but it's it's interesting the uh, the class is very uh, you have to press buttons a lot, which I guess is not completely unexpected for a while, but it's it's not just pound on the same button you have to it's kind of more druid or roguelike where you have to build up um, Chi and then use moves that use chi. So it's uh, kind of uh, a little bit more action-based than than your normal combat. Um, let's see. What else to talk about? Uh, do, 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 do. Um, started going through the level 85-plus zones, and that is really focused on the Horde and the Alliance hating each other. And I don't know if you've... Uh, well, I guess you haven't seen any of that yet, Anna. Um, no,
2: but I mean, this is something that they've been discussing all along. They're like, we we all got a little lovey-cuddly, and now we need to get back to hating each other.
0: Yeah, yeah. so first thing with my Horde character, Garash is like, you need to get your butt down there and go take over this continent we just found because um, we need it for the Horde. And so you get there and you fly out there and immediately you're in war with the Alliance and big old war, big, large scale, lots of destruction and cutscenes, and all this sort of stuff going on. So they don't spare any expense in introducing you to the zone with, uh, with a big bang. And, you know, from there, it's like boom, 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 lots of crazy crap going on. And the pandas aren't so happy with your involvement out there and you are affecting the land and all this other stuff. So they are getting right into it. And it seems to me like they are setting the groundwork right now for having this third party, the pandas, kind of coming between the conflict in such a way that uh, it's... And the land itself, actually, coming between the conflict in such a way that if the Alliance and the Horde don't get over their issues with each other, um, it's just going to be very bad for all involved. So should be interesting to see how the story goes there. So laying down some decent storytelling, laying down some big things going between the two factions. Of course, uh, something that happened last week is they blew up Theramore.
1: No, oh, sorry, that's my phone.
0: It's okay. So if you know that city, um, it's kind of not there now, thanks to a nuclear weapon or the equivalent in the WoW universe. And uh, so there's a whole bunch of frictions between the Horden Alliance over that as well. So... Big things to come, lots of raid things to happen, challenge mode dungeons are in the game, haven't had a chance to try those yet, um, obviously the monks in the game, and what else, uh, just awesome, awesome, awesome music, that's kind of the favorite part of the expansion for me so far, is just wandering around the, the Asian-inspired art, and then the Asian-inspired music, and which is kind of cool, we were watching the DVD, the making of DVD last night, and uh, it, it is interesting how... In, nice. The music sounds, and that it's uh, composed with a Western style, but using Asian influ- instruments. So it has a very um, cross-cultural thing going on. So it's kind of a unique sound to the music because of that. So that's what do you what do you think, Quinn? What have you been doing? Anything to add? What have I been I doing?
1: Think... no, don't. no don't. It, it's all right. In WoW. In World of Warcraft. No, I, I've only been doing. Um uh the some of the quests for getting towards level 86 okay. i have done one of the uh done uh entry-level dungeons though um oh. and okay i did the um uh the brewery one
0: cool i haven't done that yet
1: and uh, the storm's brewery which gives us i think possibly one of the greatest things ever beer elementals
0: mm. okay that's awesome
1: They're actually even called Alementals.
0: (laughs) Alementals? Elementals. That's fantastic. That is
1: terrible. The final boss of that dungeon is a beer elemental. It's called, like, Yangshu the Uncasked. It's just (laughs) brilliant. I love it. Seriously. You spend most of that dungeon, as far as I remember, getting drunk.
0: So, really,
2: this is. He doesn't remember because he was pasted.
0: (laughs) This really feels like. You know, it's interesting the juxtaposition. They have this hardcore war going on between the Alliance and the Horde, and yet they have this very lighthearted expansion and and land and stuff going on. So it's it's interesting how they're they're tempering between the two uh, the two sides of serious and comical in order to keep you going through this thing.
2: Um, um, I also played through the redone Scarlet Monastery and Scholomance Dungeons this week. Mm-hmm. They are awesome. So. Uh, they combined together library and armory and then graveyard and cathedral. And um, Scholomance, they just reordered it. And, I mean, it's all the same um, geography – But it's just been, it's just so much better. There's, you know, like, up-to-date mechanics, and the bosses are so much easier to get to, and it doesn't feel like a waste of time to go into the graveyard anymore. So I'm really impressed by the way that the new dungeons are laid out. And I kind of hope they redo some of the older ones like that. It would be really nice to get, like, an Alderman update.
0: Mm -hmm. Mm-hmm. It'd be nice to have all the dungeons updated, right? So.
2: I wonder when yeah, and I mean, to it. even, I mean, they've made some really small improvements to Nomargon, like being able to skip a ton of trash mobs with an um with a parachute. But, yeah, I mean, even redoing, like, the first section of Nomargon would be great.
0: Mm. Yes. All right, Anna. Um, I don't know. Is there anything else we should talk about for a while? Or have we bored our audience enough? Um,
2: Pandas are awesome. Pandas yeah. are awesome. And Roll a panda.
0: Awesome. And they, the monk gets really good benefits for bonus XP from Killing Monsters. It's like a, a class buff. So if you want to start a monk from scratch, they're doing all they can to help get you through that leveling as quickly as possible.
1: Oh, I, I saw a couple of pandas wandering around with it. Oh, have you tried playing Pokemon yet?
0: No, I have not done any WoW Pokemon. I need to do that. So that'll I, be my I've, takeaway for next I've week. I have
1: started, but I haven't really got that far into it. I have unlocked all three pet slots, though.
0: Oh, that's good. I have, like, a ton of pets, so I should just start doing it. Um, I don't know if I have any pets that I can sell, though. I think all my pets are... I don't even know how this works. I have to figure all that out.
1: I have, I have 56, according to the website. I
0: have, like, pets that I got from before, so I don't know how you get these new pets that you can, like, train and then turn around and sell and stuff.
1: All of... All of the ones that all of the ones that you previously had in your collections, and that 's across your entire account have been converted into battle pets, right, except for ones that can 't fight okay. I only have one, which is the balloon
0: I have an argent squire also who cannot fight
1: yeah, but other than that, I think everything I else was can.
0: really sad that the balloon couldn 't fight. I wanted the balloon <laughs> to fight
1: <laughs> well, the best part about um like everything being able to fight is i've my my highest level pet is actually the um uh, the one I have for having the collector's edition of StarCraft two. Mm-hmm. The little mini Murky.
0: Thor. Oh, the the mini Thor, right? Yeah. Yeah. You can um. Hmm. So, so I can sell like my collector's edition pets to other people, essentially.
1: I don't think that I don't think ones that are like um bound to you like that. I don't think can be okay. resold. So like I haven't figured that out though. Nailed to your account permanently. Okay. I think some of the other ones might be able, particularly the ones that you can um, capture a la Pokemon mm-hmm. are, I believe, sellable, I think. And you can train them up and sell them.
0: Yeah, I see, think. I haven't figured out how any of that capturing stuff works, so that's that's my assignment. I'm it works it.
1: pretty much the same way as Pokemon without having to buy Pokeballs.
0: Oh, so you're just wandering around and somehow you can just capture pets?
1: Yeah, just engage one in a pet battle, beat it down, oh. throw a crate to it.
0: Cause that, All right, that explains why there's so many critters down in Pandaria, then.
1: Yeah, um, it once you actually get the pet battle training, some of them will actually flag up as, as fightable. The problem is, is that all of the ones on the main Pandaria continent are all, um, like, level 27 or something. Ah, all right. Whereas my highest mini-pet's six. All Right. So they would get stomped quite resoundingly. <laughs>
0: All right, I better figure all that over. Figure all that out, rather.
1: Doesn't take long to get. Doesn't take long to get set up, in all honesty. All
0: right. Cool. I think that's Pandaria, then, right? Yep. All right, Anna. What else you play this week?
2: Um, lots of iOS games that I've been playing in all the other weeks, so I don't have anything new to talk about.
0: Alrighty. Um, I started playing your Eiffel Tower game. It's kind of weird. It's very. And do you like it? Push the buttons a lot.
2: Yes. It's like, a lot of tap the screen and time management. I need to see if
0: it works on the iPad because the screen's too small on the iPhone.
2: It should, it. yeah.
0: Yeah. All right. Let's see, uh, Quinn. Then, what have you been up to?
1: Uh, much the same stuff as last week. Um, in the still a bit of Borderlands two, uh, still some Final Fantasy eleven. Uh, I've been playing a little bit of Faster Than Light, but I've been entertaining myself with watching David fail at Faster Than Light. Mm, as well, that's
0: very entertaining.
1: Yeah. Have you actually got that further in it? Have you not? I haven't played
0: it? it at all this past week. Ah. So I still They're haven't beaten the boss. Too busy with WoW. They're too busy with a lot of things. Yeah.
1: Yeah. Um, the other, the the other outlier I've been sort of casually buying, if there is such a thing, is um, Introversion Software. The guys responsible for making um, Uplink, Darwinia, and Defcon um, have put out a pseudo Kickstarter. It's not really a Kickstarter, I don't think, because it's it, they're running it themselves for uh, for their next game, which they call, which is um, Prison Architect, which is a bit of a departure for them. Um, now, um, I was kind of willing to to fork over money to Introversion because I'm massive fans of theirs, um, and. It, it's not. It's like, like it's funny, really, because when they put the um, they put, actually put a trailer out for their for their alpha test, which consists of their I think it's their lead director talking in an extremely terrible accent, and then their lead programmer or something telling him to knock it off. But the they were uh, clever enough, I think, to actually put out a trailer that promised alpha access with plenty of hilarious game breaking bugs. You know, they were upfront about it.
0: Okay. So what's the game um, going to be like?
1: Well, the game is basically design a prison.
0: Oh. That's How it. would you want to design... So it's like Sim Prison then? Yeah. Hmm.
1: It, that's why I said it seems like a bit of a departure for them.
0: What have they done before?
1: Uplink, Darwinia, and DEFCON.
0: Uplink, Darwin... Oh. That's...
1: Uplink was a hacking simulator, yeah. or a Hollywood hacking simulator, for hmm. lack of a better description. Uh, DEFCON was basically uh, War Games, the game... You know, right down to a um, uh, very simplistic line art style. Okay. And a very. Uh, DEF CON was, was really good, but it's kind of creepy in a way. And Darwinia was. Um, uh, it was that game where you basically had to guide around uh, 2D flat creatures called Darwinians and save them from viruses.
0: So lemmings, but computer size. Yeah, it was kind of
1: like a pseudo lemming, pseudo RTS sort of thing. Okay. And they also made a multiplayer version of that called multi <laughs> Um And as I said, I own box copies of all of their games, and I've met them in person, and they're all awesome people. So um, that's why I sort of continue to support them. Even though this, this latest title from them just doesn't, doesn't kind of gel with their other titles. Well, I don't know
0: thing. if they really have a consistent theme, given the titles you've just described. <laughs>
1: No, it's true. They don't. It just seems just wildly out there. Oh, well, whatever.
0: Yep. All right.
1: They've done, they've, they seem to be releasing it, so yeah.
0: So they've hit their goal already?
1: Well, I, I don't know if they have or not. Okay. I'll keep up with that. Okay. Anyway, but that's it. That's pretty that's much it. what I've been playing.
0: All right, so now we need to talk to poor Michael Tidwell. Who's been no, sitting or here me. suffering through us talking about WoW and all this other boring <coughs> stuff. So yeah, that like
3: Faster it. Than Light stuff, that's really boring.
0: Well, we didn't really talk about it. <laughs> no, yeah. You know, at least
3: I mentioned, like, had he gotten farther, and I'm like, eh. I got almost through the second phase, but then I made a mistake. So, so you still haven't beaten that. the boss? No.
0: Wow. Okay. You need to... Um, Go find Zero Zohar, who used to work at the site, because apparently he's beaten the boss many times. He should give you tips.
3: Um, well, the mistake I made is I didn't attack the drone thing on the second time, so I would kill the drone that came in, mm-hmm. and I thought that there would be a, like a time thing. Like, I've killed it, I have enough time that I can work with it before another appears. That was actually my flaw. I had two mantises basically wiping out this drone, and more was just coming as soon as I killed it. So I was like, what am I supposed to do? Just let it run around? So what I should have done is sent the mantis over to destroy the uh drone control. The drone thing and then I wouldn't have to worry so much.
0: Are mantis good at fighting or something?
3: They have double the fight power. Ah. So, yeah. It's not too bad like that I've lost um a few times, but, you know, something I'd like to fix. <laughs> We'll just see how it goes. Um, let's see. Uh, I only, mostly played Torchlight 2, but only like on the plane. I didn't really get to do a lot of multiplayer this week. Um, I finished the Act 1 with all my characters, though. So that was fun. Cool. Um, I have all four characters because, like I said in the thread, I really like all four characters, so I like to expand them all. Um,. Not really much to say about that. It was just kind of weird playing torchlight on a plane. <laughs> Other than that, on the way back from LA, I played some theater rhythm.
0: Why'd you go to LA? Uh, business. Business. Business trip. Yeah.
3: Yep. They're like, you want to go to LA? And I'm like, no. And they're like, oh, well. <laughs> <laughs> go to LA. <laughs> I had to go to North Hollywood and meet people and work on a transfer of power, basically. It's going to be fun. But the Atrhythm was fun because I finally decided I was high enough level I could try to do um, expert levels with no items and no augments or abilities or whatever you call them. So you can get the bonus 200,000 points, which really helps your score. Or is it 2 million points? 2 million points. So that's where you get the double S and triple
0: S ranks. Wow, I have no idea what you just said. That's awesome.
3: (laughs) Basically, better scores and... Apparently, if you do that, you don't get any of like the chocobo runs on the field. You don't get any of the bonus stuff on the... you, you know. So you kind of have to do it to maximize those areas you weren't able to maximize normally. Um, I'm trying to figure out how to describe it. I don't know. It doesn't matter. Anyway, a lot of fun, but not really anything great to talk about to this week. Okay. You're That's all playing pandas, so... Yeah, we're all, get all playing, playing pandas.
0: Keep yourself busy.
1: Hey, I'm not playing pandas very much. I haven't logged into World of Warcraft that much this week.
0: You can play pandas with us, too. I've got a World of Warcraft game card sitting right behind my, my me on my, this bookshelf. You can jump right in just, and play a panda. I just,
3: I just have to buy the... Uh... Nope.
0: Pandas are open to all.
3: What? Pandas are open to all.
0: That's correct.
2: Monks are not available to everybody.
0: Yeah, you just can't make oh. a monk without the expansion.
1: You can play
0: it, and you can't play eighty-five to ninety.
3: All right, fine. I'll give it a try. <laughs> it's up to you. But otherwise, I won't see anyone for a month. So, <laughs> I
0: <won't do> <laughs> so you may as well. Pretty much. I thought yeah. you were gonna jump into Guild Wars Two with us. You never did that either.
3: Uh, yeah. Well, Torchlight Two came out. And...
0: No, I don't blame you there. Yeah. And the good thing about Guild Wars Two is always going to be sitting there with no subscription, so. Right, so.
3: You're only going to benefit those... by waiting. <laughs> yeah.
0: Cool. All right, well, I guess that's our yeah. gaming for this week. Mm-hmm. All right. Nice and easy. Let's jump into feedback. All right. Feedback. First off, on our message boards, Azillus posted a response to the last episode: it said, Chris, I'm actually surprised to hear your preference for Diablo 3 over Torchlight 2 for the loot hunt. I've been really underwhelmed by Diablo 3's loot, and the main reason I think that I haven't been playing the game that much lately. The problem is mainly that very little loot is worth anything. Most rares and even legendaries are vendor trash or sell for a pittance on the auction house. So little it's usually not even worth bothering. As far as I can tell, the reason for this is that there are only a few things that can make an item worth using. Uh, let's see. Uh, this just wasn't the case in Diablo 2. Some rares were vendor trash, but quite a few were good, either to use yourself or to trade. There was a huge variety of interesting attributes... it's um... interesting. Getting messaged by people on Steam. Uh, of interesting <laughs> attributes that could have them... Ah. There was a huge variety of interesting attribute items. Could... There were a huge variety of interesting You're attributes... you really reading well. ...items you know? could have... That made them worth using and fun to use. In addition to core stats and damage bonuses, I spent far too much time browsing the auction house for useful items for my characters and doing price checks for the few possibly valuable items I found personally with Diablo 3. Um, well, I guess I have to say that I disagree. I felt that in Diablo 2, uh, it was all about finding the uniques that were proper for your build and that I didn't put much value on the rare items in Diablo 2. So, um, Something I don't feel that either Torchlight 2 or Diablo 3 is really replicated, having these builds hinged around specific uniques that you get to jump up and down when you finally get one for yourself or trade for. Um, so what I found that with Diablo 3 is I seem to have to work harder so there's more payoff when I finally get a good piece of loot, and that's the thing that's that I'm slightly preferring. But there's so much loot in Torchlight 2 that, you know, that's awesome too. And you get a lot more opportunities to do stuff with rare, with, you know, non-uniques with Torchlight 2 than you do in Diablo 3. So I can totally understand how for Azillus that makes it the better game. So they're both awesome games. Just go play one. Um, I don't... Let's see. You haven't gotten into the loot hunt yet, Michael. Really? With Torchlight 2. Not really. 2, I no? mean...
2: Yeah.
3: But I never will probably be part of that anyway. I'll just be like, eh, whatever. I'm doing stuff.
0: All right. From the legendary Zoltan. Let's see. Can I... Zoltan. Sorry. RPG Cast, thanks for always rocking my Sunday mornings with your well-informed voices. I've been having a really amazing RPG experience lately that I just have to tell someone about. (laughs) Oh. Is there more? There is. This is a Steam message. This is someone who wants to join into our chat room right now, so I'm going to tell them, go to rpgamer.com slash live, um, or irc.usper.net. nets. Pound Gamer. See, now people know how to get into our site because this person asked during the middle of the show. If you want to watch us live and be in our chat room, go to <laughs> rpgamer.com slash live or join irc.esper.net on your favorite IRC client and join Pound Gamer. Back to the letter. I've been having this really amazing RPG experience that I just have to tell someone about. I've been playing this PS3 version of Tales of Vesperia and I've got to say this is the traditional JRPG experience that you guys have been craving. If Grace is F and Exilia are as good as Vesperia, I'm getting them all. To sum up the game, it has a Final Fantasy VI kind of magitech setting, action-y battles, mostly traditional skill and level systems, a huge story, Motoi Sakuraba, I think that's the composer, right, and extremely good-looking male villains with perfectly baritone voices and long Sephiroth hair. Which is true. The Japanese villains always seem to have these... ...more baritone voices. It's awesome. You will definitely be impressed by the amount of character development that there is... ...thanks to the skit system. All the characters so charming that you actually want to watch all their optional conversations. Another great thing is how the side quests involve townspeople throughout the game... ...and it brings the whole world to life. The drawbacks are that it's really long. The main story alone is 100 hours. Also, the side quests are in really complicated chains of events that require a guide to find... Do not try to platinum this game. It takes 300 hours. I can't say anything about the Xbox version, but I just have a bad feeling about the localization. If the script came out well and the voice actors are up to par, then I recommend Tales of Aspiria to anyone who goes around saying JRPGs are dead. Can you agree with that, Quinn?
1: Um, just get to the next part of the thing and I'll answer the whole thing.
0: Okay, now onto my question. Quinn, can you tell us if the English version of Tales of Aspiria is as good as the Japanese one? Also, can you tell us what's better or worse about Tales of Graces F and whether or not you recommend it? Thank you very much. Sincerely, The Legendary Zoltan.
1: Okay, so basically the difference between the Japanese version and the English version of Tales of Vesperia is if you play the English version, you lose out on two playable characters, uh, a couple of optional dungeons, and one dun- a couple of bits taken out of the main story. Um, the localization, however, for Vesperia is pretty damn good because they got some pretty decent voice actors for the... Pretty much the entirety of the main cast.
0: Does it keep um, the Japanese voice acting in the game, or no?
1: No, no, it doesn't. No. Okay. Not as far as I remember, anyway. But you get people like Troy Baker voicing Guri. Okay. Um, and he does a good job of it. Good. Um, but having seen both of them, um, I kind of like the PS3 version more. But that may be down to the fact that I ha- own a PS3 and do not own a uh, 360.
0: So, uh, you have to catch me up here. Is it only in English on the 360 or something?
1: Yeah, basically, the English version is only on the 360, and the um, improved re-release is only on the PS3 and only in Japan. Okay. Bear in mind, of course, that the 360 was a commercial abortion in Japan. Right. Um, and to the other question... Um, the my general answer to the comparisons between Vesperia and Grace's F is Grace's F has a slightly more responsive battle system but slightly less interesting characters.
0: Sounds like you should go with Vesperia then.
1: It really depends on what you want to focus on what you want to get out of the Tales series. If you really like good battle systems then play Grace's F. By I didn't all know
0: ways. see and whenever I look at any Tales battle system it always looks also awful, awful to me. So. <laughs> So I'm thinking I'd lean towards the better characters.
1: <laughs> well, fair enough.
0: Hmm. I just, I was looking at Tales of Exilia 2, a trailer for that. Um,
1: it's kind of important. You know. It is? No, sorry, I was talking to David. <laughs> just, to, just come no. back from watching okay. Arsenal play. All right. <laughs> um. So, uh, yeah, I mean, to be really honest, if you like the Tales series, play both of them. Um, Because they're both. I think uh, Grace's. So- is- Tales Vesperia. fans should
0: play all the Tales games, is what you're saying.
1: <laughs> yeah, but I say, Graces, Vesperia, and Zillia, uh, I think, represent the, probably the best that's come out of the Tales series. And I'll probably piss off a number of Symphonia fans with that comment.
0: See, now, is it Zillia, or Zoltan says it's X Zillia, because I guess that's how they say it in Japan. But I have to take issue with that, because I think we've learned from Japan that X is always pronounced cross. So it should uh, be Crossilia.
1: No, it doesn't work like that. Oh, okay. It's actually part of the name.
0: All right. That's, what, a, that's the only time like it's a, not pronounced not like cross?
1: A, <laughs> not, it's not like a separate X. It's actually just part of the name. All right. I'm just making Tales, sure. Tales was, of Zillia. I'm just of trying to find of my box on it, because that has the damn correct pronunciation on it. Oh, Christ, where did I put my Zillia box?
0: <laughs> that's a question for the ages. I think we all wonder that.
1: God damn it. Curse my pile of games.
0: All right. Next letter. <laughs> All right. This one's for... Oh, PS. Zoltan had a PS. Even though I've never played it, I decided to review Faster Than Light because you guys said it has a race of aliens called the Zoltan. <coughs> Look forward to it, it next week.
1: <laughs> it does. All right. Good. It's true. And they're extremely useful, too.
0: Yes. <laughs> they're walking piles of energy. They are. I like them. All right. Borderlands 2-2, The Exilia Chronicles. This is from our favorite, Ocelot. He says, Yo, casters. Who can explain the tales of Exilia series to me in about three sentences? Um, let's see. Uh, five max. So, it, it looks like an anime. There's a battle system where you run around in a circle beating stuff up. And there's a lot of skits where you develop characters. The end. Do you want to try, Quinn? No, I think, uh, I think Zoltan did that for him, didn't it? in a yeah, lot more probably. sentences. Yeah, we should just let, just see previous letter. All right, number two. It sounds like Metal Gear Solid Ground Zeroes will have base building elements accessible from your mobile phone. Are you excited about the potential of this cross-play feature or board? Well, let's see. Only me and... Do you care about Metal Gear, Quinn?
1: Uh, I only care about Metal Gear Rising.
0: Oh, only Rising. So I'm the only one who cares about the main series here. So I will say... Um, the base yeah all that base building stuff and recruiting stuff and the portable games i don't really care at all about so i it's gonna have to be really good for me to care about that mobile phone stuff and i i don't even know if they'll bring it out over here all right has far cry 3 fallen off of your radar was it ever on your radar to begin with <laughs> ding 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 i don't think far cry 3 was on any of our radars right all right right anna far cry 3 you're a big far cry fan what (laughs) (laughs) that's what I thought alright number 4 Dead or Alive 5 is the only is only the latest entry into the fighting game genre to have an absolutely ridiculous nonsensical story but wait instead of starting with a fighting game and adding in a story they should start with a well well thought out RPG world and cram in a fighting game which RPG game deserves to get full fighting game treatment
1: Um, Persona 4 oh wait
0: they they did that Um, so Persona's a good one. Who else should get that? Hmm. Tails fighting game, or has that already been done too? That sounds like something that would have actually uh, happened.
1: Or, yeah, it already has a PSP fighting game that didn't come out outside of Japan. Okay, oh, yeah, that sounds like
0: something to... Namco Bandai would do. Oh, sorry, it's in Japan, so Bandai Namco. Yeah, gotta get that right. Um, let's see. What else? Who else? Who else deserves a fighting game? Nothing. No one wants to promote their game. They have a fighting game. Lots of characters, all powerful. No.
3: I just want the Darkstalkers game.
0: I would say Fire Emblem, but those characters are already showing up in Smash Brothers. Hmm. Dark Darkstalkers isn't an RPG.
3: No, but I just—I mean, they're the fighters, fighting games. That's something I haven't seen in a while. How
0: about How about Final Fantasy? Oh, right. That's already See, the right? as well. Yeah. Mm hmm. Yeah. So I think. That
3: game you like so much. Yeah.
0: <laughs> I guess its story is crap. Alright, so, whatever. That's, uh, sounds like it's already been done, Ocelot. Sorry. <laughs> so a few I weeks found, back. I f- yeah?
1: I found my tails of box.
0: Ooh. What's it say?
1: Tails uh, of Exilia
0: Exilia, Alright. Yeah, as go.
1: in E K U S H I R I A.
0: All right, chat room says Mass Effect should get the fighting game. What? Mass Effect. Wow. That That's would work. What? what do you mean with what? With all the characters you recruit. Ugh. Then they should fight each other. Why not? They all have very Ugh. unique abilities. All right, whatever. No. No? I, yeah. I, oh, man. Have you seen any of the comics? of what the uh, Asari can do, like when they're not limited by game systems that can't really show off what the fiction says they're capable of. Yeah, I want to see some Asari commandos fighting. Mm You got me, Asari commandos. You're the best father ever. Alright, so a few weeks back I wrote in and complained about the Borderlands 2 season pass not including the 5th Mecromancer class. Not that there's 5 Mecromancers, but there's a 5th class called the Mecromancer. I asked if this was going too far and asked us to pay too much. I recall that your opinions were mixed, but on the whole, you tended to defend their marketing decision. Since then, we've learned that even more DLC will be released for Borderlands 2 and that it will not be part of the season pass. Are you ready to call 2K a greedy, money-hungry company now, or are you willing to defend them nonetheless? So to help you, and this will transition us to our story section, uh, let me go over the news that he's referring to right there. So, So Borderlands 2 is having more non-season pass DLC. So they say, we will have other non-season pass related DLC. The additional character is one kind of example Um, to which he's referring the Mecromancer. Borderlands 2 teams fired up at the moment. Customer love for the game is driving us mad. This is from Randy Pitchford, the CEO of Gearbox. Making us want to do more and more stuff. So there'll be even more beyond the big campaign DLC and the season pass and the additional character. We'll announce more stuff as soon as we are able to... Uh, Be confident in the commitment of the details we share. In other words, we haven't figured out what we're going to do yet. Um, (laughs) So there's going to be more. Do we care?
3: I don't even have the game, so what do I care?
0: I have the game. I don't care. I don't think I'm going to be buying any of it. Yeah, okay. And uh, also, we know that the DLC is being developed by a different company called The Workshop, which is the same people who made the game Sorcery on your PS3. Uh, tra tra tra, except for the Necromancer. That came from Gearbox themselves. That makes sense. They'd make new character classes because that's kind of a big deal. All right. All right. Well, that's it. Nobody cares. Uh, sorry, Osla. We're just not... We just don't care enough to be angry at uh, at 2K. Uh,
1: well, we'll be angry I'm not... I, time. not so, I, I would be angry at 2K if they weren't just about to release um, XCOM Enemy Unknown.
0: Hmm. Alright Next story Gung Ho Check this out Gung Ho You've heard of Gung Ho? They are a company no. called Gung Ho Online. They are uh, exist outside of the of the US and they are now making a US arm. So it'll be called Gung Ho Online Entertainment America or Gahoya. G- Gohoya Gohoya Goya. The studio lists its mission is finding and delivering network-oriented games to North America and Europe, whether it be on a console, a handheld, a mobile device, a tablet, or a PC, to build a community of online gamers worldwide. So, uh, anyway, Gung Ho has uh, the following thing. They have the Game Art stuff, Gravity stuff, and Acquire. Game Arts, who we recall, did things like Lunar. Gravity is stuff like um, Ragnarok. And Acquire is a, b- a bunch of crappy titles, right? Is there anything good from Acquire? I don't uh, know. I don't know either. Yeah. I don't know what Acquire did. So, anyway, that's, uh, that's what Gung Ho holds. All those three uh, companies worth of titles. And they uh, will be releasing, they've already announced a title for the U.S. It's ironic. Um, Ragnarok Odyssey is not going to be coming from this new company because, uh, well, they didn't exist in time. So, Ragnarok Odyssey will be coming out from, uh, what, Xseed here, right? And But this uh, Gung Ho place is going to release it in Europe. So, figure that out. They announce a US arm and then tell us about a European release that they're gonna do. So I don't know how that works. Also, they announced for the US Picoto Knights for Vita in 2013, as well as Dokoro, which is an action puzzle game. Picoto Knight is an RPG beat 'em up. Dokoro is an action puzzle game for the Vita. And that'll be out this October. So you'll be able to see that soon. Uh, and then they are also going to do some mobile titles. Puzzles and Dragons is a puzzle RPG for iOS due out in November. That's That sounds cool. I want to check that out. Puzzles, Dragons, RPG. Check, check, check. Let's check that out. Princess Punt 2 is a cartoony action puzzle RPG for iOS and Android uh, sometime out early next year. And the last game is a tower defense slash sim hybrid known as Freak Tower, also for iOS and Android, coming out in November. So new publisher, lots of new titles. Excited for any of those, Michael?
3: Well, the dragons thing, puzzles yeah, sure. and
0: dragons, right? Yeah. All right. Yeah. How right. can
3: you go wrong there,
0: right? I, I, uh, I. Well, Konami did with their puzzle oh, RPG. Well, yeah. yeah. We don't remember that, that. We don't remember that. And Galactrix didn't go so well. But
3: by the way, I just. Wait, vlog- well, wait, wait, wait,
0: wait! What, what there's dragons? No, were there's in no dragons. You're right. And there's no dragons. But puzzle ac- RPGs can go wrong. Puzzle Quest eh. Two, for example. I
3: suppose.
0: (laughs) You know, I just logged on to the Japanese PlayStation Network last night, and I noticed PlayStation Plus titles that they're getting over in Japan include Puzzle Quest and Puzzle Quest Galactrix. Hmm. How come we never get Puzzle Quest for free over here? What's up with that?
3: I got it for iPhone for...
0: Not um, very much. I think I bought it for you for iPhone, didn't I? Two chapters. Well, the third one is like free or DLC inside it or something. I forget how that works. Yeah. All right. Anyway. Ragnarok Tactics, we mentioned uh, Ragnarok Odyssey coming from XC. Also, Ragnarok Tactics is coming from a- Axis. And that will be uh, coming out soon. And we have pre-orders are available now. The game is only going to be twenty nine ninety nine, But I say only with quotes because it's a PSP game. So, kind of, a you know, you're investing a lot of costs. for an old system. Yeah, but it's a PSP. And we're like over a year into Vita. And it's still 30 bucks. All right, whatever. So it's uh, Ragnarok Tactics. It's coming out November 6th, and it is a tactical RPG, and there are not enough of those ever, so that's always good to get another one of those. And you will be able to play as lots of the classes, skills, and features from Ragnarok Online, and you'll choose your own path, different different endings to the story, and you'll be able to go back to earlier points in the stories and try different paths to see how the different choices play out. Uh, so that's, uh, that's coming up November 6th. We saw, I saw a very little bit of that at E3, and I'm interested to know how that turns out. Though I hope they have a demo or something so I don't have to spend 30 bucks just to try it. All right. Mass Effect. Who needs to catch up on Mass Effect?
3: Not do, I. Do, do I? I don't know.
0: I, I don't think you do. Because you've played okay, the first two. Okay, I'm good then. If you haven't played the first two, though, and say you got a PS3, this is perfect for you. So th- they're going to come out with a trilogy of Mass Effect games. So it'll be released on November 6th for the PC and the Xbox 360, sometime later on the PlayStation 3, and it will, sta- it will have all three titles on the PlayStation 3, so this will be the first time that Mass Effect 1 shows up on the PS3. And uh, let's see, it will not be showing up on the Wii U, so figure that out. So, we're going to trilogy on, the, on the, the two current consoles, but the Wii U is just going to get Mass Effect 3, and you're going to pay the same price. That's going to be great.
1: Right? Or, someone, or someone pointed out, congratulations, you've invalidated one of your own product releases. No kidding. <laughs> then again, you know, um, EA, EA controlling, releasing, and making sense.
0: It yeah. doesn't make much sense at all. So I don't know, fifty nine ninety nine on the other consoles. I bet Mass Effect Three will be like seventy on the new one, right? Or is it? Are Wii U games sixty?
1: I I have no idea. I think they're sixty. You're you're right. Yeah, they're currency. 60 you We're using a currency we don't use in this. Country. Yeah,
0: it's okay. It's better. Um, so it's sixty. Let's see. The currency we use is better. Yeah. What? Yeah. It doesn't sound like a weight. Dollars, <laughs> pounds. Right. It's, pounds is confusing and no, euros I still don't know how to, s- to use decimal points with euros what is it 99 cents cents pence pence cents well then what is the decimal point with pounds pence pence of course
1: yeah it's the plural of penny
0: penny penny so is cents
1: so is cents so
0: oh whatever <sighs> a single penny is a cent oh whatever <sighs> let's talk about some trails in the sky People, Isn't that,
1: okay. Oh, aren't we having uh, high-definition tits?
0: Thank you. Wow. <laughs> Where that stands what? for Trails in the Sky. Uh,
1: <laughs> so,
0: Legend Hero Trails in the I'm Sky. Just,
1: no, I'm just surprised Annator didn't get there first. I
0: know, she didn't. She's muted. She, she forgot to unmute. Coming out for the um, PlayStation 3. Because you free. yell
2: at me when I talk about high-quality tits.
0: I know. <laughs> I do. No, no.
2: High-definition. High-definition. Trails, Trails in the Sky. Trails in the
0: Sky. Family show. Family show. Family show. Where? Here? Here. Never.
2: So, do you think we're going to see tits on Steam? Or on ah! <laughs>
3: Steamy
0: tits. There we go. No. Trails in the Sky.
3: <laughs> Steamy Sky. No. Ooh.
0: That is not the episode title, Sachio. <laughs> oh, that's not the
3: episode title now. <laughs>
0: So, very popular PSP title, RPG that a lot of people in the U.S. would like to see the sequel come out, but instead we have the announcement of the Japanese-only PlayStation 3 HD remake of Trails in the Sky. Uh, we have no idea if this will come out to the U.S. either, uh, along with no idea if the sequel will come out to the U.S. for PlayStation Portable or Vita or whatever the heck that's on, um, but you'll get some bonus materials with your Trails in the Sky HD, the game's full soundtrack, some calendar wallpapers, and PlayStation 3 themes. And that's all we know. One of the bigger RPG announcements at the TGS. All right, uh, Rainbow Moon is coming for the Vita. Oh, I guess that wasn't PGS. It was Did we really it? Oh, Rainbow Moon. Yeah. No, I no. One... We, I, I think everyone of... was done with Rainbow Moon. Yeah. So of course, East Asia Soft has announced that it will be porting Rainbow Moon to the Vita. It'll be out in 2013 in Japan. We have no idea if it'll come out here. Or actually, this is not a Western title, so I guess that is for here, and we don't have no idea about anything else. I forget Rainbow Moon. That's uh, East Asia Soft. You'd think that's a Japanese developer, but maybe it's not. So I have no idea. This story doesn't make it clear. Rainbow Moon's coming to Vita in 2013 at some region, and nobody should care about it at all anyway because it's kind of a boring game. So Rainbow Moon. Best story ever. Best story ever. Uh, yeah, well, there's a light news week, guys.
2: Well, actually, I want to jump in and, uh, have a small discussion about this rumor story that I've been hearing about <laughs> since yesterday, I guess. Have you guys heard that, um, NCSoft is trying to buy Valve? Historically false. Okay.
1: Uh, all three parties involved in that particular little discussion have said that it's completely Wait, bollocks.
0: who's the third party?
1: Nexus. Uh, Nexon.
0: What do they matter?
1: Uh, Nexon own a something like a fifteen percent stake in NCSoft or something. Oh, uh, okay. Um, but yes, the the rumor this this was floating around the City of Heroes forums because they're currently desperate to find any way to make NCSoft the devil. Um, where uh, someone somewhere started a rumor that NCSoft and Nexon were going to try and buy Valve. Everyone
2: yeah, Venture Beat is apparently where this all started.
1: Yeah, everyone had a good belly laugh, and yeah. I think some people then crawled out of the woodwork to say, "Yeah, that's completely bollocks." <laughs> I mean, off being able to afford Valve now—that's funny.
0: <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, I've got—I've got the list, guys. I have the list. All 23 confirmed launch day titles for the Wii U. Are you ready? Oh boy. Sure. All right, I'm gonna say a title, and you tell me if you give a crap about it.
1: Okay, that's a great game.
0: All right, number one, Assassin's Creed Three.
1: Maybe, but I'm buying it for PC. Okay.
2: Aren't you getting it on the PS3, Chris?
0: Um, if save data comes over, yeah. Eh, not really. <laughs> Which I just found out. So I own all four Assassin's Creed titles on the PS- on the PS3, and I accidentally rebought the last one for the PC as well. Um, oh, nice going. Yeah, yeah, real smart on my part. And I just found out that Assassin's Creed Trilogy will be coming out that wraps up Assassin's Creed 2, Brotherhood, and Revelations into a $139.99 package for the PS3 and has DLC. Oh, I should get that then. Yeah. Yeah. I'm really kicking myself now. All right, so second title, Batman Arkham City. Which, by the Um, way, if you can write in and give me some Assassin's Creed playing... I, I want to get already... through all of it, and I need some advice on what I should do, what I should cut my losses, should I play it on PC, should I do the PS3 and just buckle down, and it's all cool, give me some advice, what DLC matters and what DLC doesn't matter. All right, go ahead, Mike.
3: Um, what you were saying for Arkham City, I, I already have a copy, so...
0: Arkham City, oh yeah, you're all set. So, yeah. I already have that on PC, actually, so I don't care.
1: I have Arkham City on PC, too.
0: Call of Duty Black Ops 2.
1: Feel my apathy.
0: <laughs> oh, I can feel it. I fell asleep already, what? Darksiders Two.
1: Uh, apathy.
0: comes with the pre-order bonuses. Of
1: oh, watch of me Darksiders
0: can. Two, yeah. <laughs> Disney's Epic Mickey Two: The Power of Two.
3: I didn't really yeah. like Epic Mickey, so
0: well, this one's supposed to be a lot better. Oh but wait, s- Disney games are the best ever. Okay, this is the one portable. I care about the the portable version more than the than the console version because yeah, it's I like was the old say. yeah, it's like the Castle of Illusion games on the portables, so. That's what I'm looking forward to. All right, ESPN Sports Connection. I have no um, idea what that is. What? ESPN Sports Con. Oh, it's a um, it's mini games. It's sport. It's, so it's like a super deformed. We Wii- oh, I guess your we Wii- your mies or something are playing baseball and golf and stuff inside it. Ah uh, no. So it's like it's since there's no Wii Sports announced for Wii U, ESPN is trying to capitalize and be that title. So it looks like they've got football tennis soccer and baseball and a helmet that looks like some sort of racing thing and golf um yeah uh, all right nobody cares no nope. fifa soccer 13
1: uh i think anyone i care about is buying that on another console
0: which is too bad because yeah. it'll probably look best on this one right
1: why
2: <laughs> chris nope. pc
0: oh
3: right why would it look any better on the wii u than like the 360 or the, the PS3. Well, the Wii
0: U is supposed to be more powerful than the other two.
3: What we do is supposed to be. They didn't have the dev time to make it work.
0: Well, I don't know that for sure. All right. Game I Party Champions. So I don't know what that is. So I go to the webpage that Shaq News has for it, and there's, like, no... I have no idea what Game Party Champions is. It's coming out on launch day. What is Game Party Champions? Oh, here's some screenshots. Um... So you know how there's no Wii Sports for the Wii U? <laughs>
3: mm-hmm.
0: You remember Wii Play? Yeah. So this looks more like that. So look, they've got baseball cages batting cages, they've got um air hockey. So they've got a lot of and they've got some sort of uh oh, so it's look it's like you're playing a bunch of games in an arcade. So like they've got the game where you throw the football into the into the holes and you get score mm. points based on it. I assume they have one for basketball. Um, they've got air hockey, they've got batting cages. So it's like you're at one of those, um, what do you call those? They're not amusement parks, they're not arcades, but they have lots of sporty type active things. Sports and centers? Cages. Sports, well, sports centers copyrighted by ESPN, so we can't say that. I think
1: if I wanted to do that, I think I'd just take a 10-minute walk down the seafront.
0: Okay, so you've you got a local place where you could just do that for real. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. okay unlimited Along credits with, and, here.
1: And also play light gun games until the cows come home.
0: All right. Just Dance Four? Yeah. Oh boy. One of the most popular yeah. titles on the Wii. All right. New Super Mario Bros. U.
1: No. Uh, I haven't cared about a Mario game in a while. Well, I played it at PAX and it was like You well, enjoyed it's... the
0: you you enjoyed new Super Mario Brothers two and your three D S. Well that
3: was that was the thing. It's like Wii U the Mario U was okay, but it was like it wasn't any different except that it, I mean, it really felt like the same game, literally. It's like well, the new Super Mario Bros. Wii.
0: It's it's like every other new Super Mario Bros., except here you've got the flying squirrel suit, and you got the block co-op, the block-making co-op, where you can help or hurt your partners. Yeah,
3: mostly hurt. Yeah.
0: All right, Ninja Gaiden 3, Razor's Edge. Yeah,
3: I, I mm-hmm. thought I would be interested, but I watched the trailers, and I'm like, wow, they really kind of went overboard on the blood and stuff.
0: That's a game I hurt my thumb on while playing on the new Pro Controller that I think the buttons are in the wrong place on. So I had to give up and play with the gamepad instead of where it stopped hurting. Um still don't care about the game though. It's, you press the button a lot, it's Ninja Gaiden. Um you either die a lot or you figure out the battle system. Alright, Ninja Nintendo Land. Yeah. Yes. Right. Anna cares about Nintendo Land. Rabbids Land. Maybe. Yeah, uh, you know that's a yes. Uh scribble knots unlimited, because you don't already have this on like three other platforms. Yeah, this I need on my Wii U. Sing Party. This is a karaoke game.
2: <laughs> you know I want it. You know you're not buying it.
0: That's right. Heck no. Uh Skylanders Giants. Yes. And you want the Wii U version. Yeah. Alright. Uh you still didn't finish Skylander on your PS3. Better get on that. Sonic and All Stars Racing Transformed. Now, I had always heard good things about Sonic and All-Stars Racing, so this is a new one. But nobody cares because this podcast is tired of kart racers? Pretty much. Pretty much? Okay. If I get that cheap, maybe. Tekken Tag Tournament 2, because we're a bunch of fighting game players, and you're going to buy it on the platform where, nobody's got, where we don't even have an announced online solution yet? Yay! Yeah. You're yeah, that was really... kind of... Yeah.
1: That one kind of screams, you know, buy on PS3 to
0: Yeah, Link's in it. Our Link costumes are in it. Um, let's see who else is in it. I think there's Mario costumes. Yeah, and Peach costumes. So there's a bunch of Nintendo theme stuff going on in there. Uh, Transformers Prime, the new Transformers Maybe. game.
1: Oh, I may be a fan of giant robots, but Transformers just don't wait, do this, it Wait, this
0: is not the one I've been hearing about. The one I've been hearing about is Fall of Cybertron. I don't know what Transformers Prime is. This is based on the latest series, isn't it?
1: Yeah.
2: There so was a preview suck. of it at the Nintendo event we watched.
0: Oh. Yeah, but they blanked that out. Oh, wait, no, that was the Gundam one. Yeah, I don't know. Transformers Prime. Warriors Orochi 3 Hyper. Anybody here care about um, those games?
1: We'll probably buy on PS3 if it comes out there. Oh, okay. Maybe. Although, actually, no. My housemate's more likely to pick that one up, so I'll just jump on two-player for that one.
0: Okay. Wipeout 3. No, this is not the racing game. This is based off that ABC game show.
1: Yeah. i still amazingly bitter over Sony killing Studio Liverpool.
0: The people who made the racing game?
1: Yeah. Yeah. yeah right. Not exactly going to want to play a game well, who a made Wipeout game HD? Based on- Studio Liverpool.
0: Oh, so that's done then. Well that's
1: Yeah, no no they, they they basically Sony killed Studio Liverpool like I think it was about three weeks ago.
0: Jeez. That's awful.
1: Um however they posted then posted a piece of what looked like concept art for Wipeout twenty forty eight to their Twitter feed. And then said that they're not exactly dead yet. So, okay. that one's still a, that one's a kind of they could be dead, they could not be. And yeah, that shows a pile of ass anyway. We 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 get it in well, this Well, if you if you, as well.
0: you would describe your ass as a pile, then maybe you need to buy your Shape Fitness Evolved 2013. <laughs> <laughs> and what? then you can get it in shape and it would no longer be described like that. No? Wow. Also out for the Wii no. U on launch day. You can oh. you can review your fitness stats on the on the Wii gamepad. Or you could uh, just you trans- go out for a run, which is what I found works a lot better. so
3: rapidly like that. Oh, don't, don't forget, Chris's runs are 13.5 minutes per mile.
0: Because they're not continuous runs. And I did one that was a lot faster that was almost continuous run, and you ignored it when I told you about it.
3: I yep. have an unconstructed road.
1: Because it's no fun making fun of that
0: one. Ah, okay. <laughs> How about Zombie U?
1: Don't care uh. about zombie games that aren't made by Valve.
0: I don't care about zombie <laughs> games, period, unless they're Plants vs. Zombies. Especially Plants vs. Zombie Pinball. So there we go. I think we care is about that, two the, games. Is that, the
1: li- is that the list?
0: That's the list.
1: Well, I'm not then going to say that I invalidate basically every one of my previous answers by saying that Nintendo have also announced that the Wii U is region locked. Yep. Screw you, Nintendo. Oh, yeah,
0: because every other Nintendo system hasn't been region locked. Not the, the DS. Mm-hmm. Yeah, whatever. But the <laughs> and remember, always... the, the Wii was rather anything. circumvent. The right, Wii was very easy to circumvent, so I wonder if Wii yeah. U will be as well.
1: And it's looking increasingly likely that I'm going to have to import a 3DS to get hold of Project X Zone.
0: Yeah, that stinks.
1: Well, it stinks because it's going to cost a lot of money.
0: All right. Well, that's that's our news. So I yeah was just shocked to see that
3: already eBay sales for the Wii U were like eight hundred dollars. <laughs> And like selling for $800. That's crazy. I'm like, who's stupid enough to go to ba- get a pre-order and then, well, you didn't get it, so you're going to go to eBay still months before it comes out and pay some schmuck 800 bucks.
2: How the stupid day are- we put up the pre-orders for the, new, the a new beginning anniversary edition that has like a massive plushy cow in it, there were auctions up on eBay for the cow. For $800? No, but more than the game and the cow together. Game yeah, and X cow is, is $50. The they are selling. No, they're selling. That's the scary yeah, part. Yeah, that
0: cow is awesome, though, so I understand those auctions.
2: Yeah, it's like game and cow <laughs> are 50 People are selling the cow loan on eBay for 60
0: Well, yeah, but, I
3: mean, that's the thing where, like, you're getting something where if I don't get the cow, I probably won't get it. If I don't get the Wii U at launch, I'll just get it later. Yeah. But I just you need it for stupid. Christmas. Oh,
0: bull crap! You because do. you, all so, these that, awesome titles. <laughs> yeah, because
3: look at all those games I want to play now. There's I like just two can't titles that'd
0: be good for kids.
3: I, my it's kids it. don't play video games.
0: Well, that's not our fault. That's I a failing of you as a parent.
3: That they don't like TV.
0: No, they do like TV. I've heard you tell them not to watch TV.
3: No, I don't like them watching TV with their face next to
0: the screen. Oh, well, you limit how much they can watch Sprout or whatever. They don't watch Sprout anymore. Oh, they outgrew it? Yeah. Disney Junior now? Tristan doesn't
3: care. And Vivian would rather read a book. All right. Tristan likes watching football.
0: Okay, okay. That's redeeming. All right. Yeah. That's good. good All right, you're good now. All right.
2: <laughs> <laughs> All right, our
0: episode's good now, so I'd like to share with you a couple things. Number one, Anna, there's no MMO in a minute, right?
2: Um, really brief one. Okay, go for it. Um, of Pandaria releases... Um and they gave an awesome pet battle FAQ on the site. Age of Wushu, release date announced for 2013, February 1st. Um, End of Nations, going full Russian. They had so many people um, from Russia sign up for the beta that they're just going to localize it. Oh, nice. Um, Guild Wars 2 confirmed stance on botting. It's bad, don't do it. They said they um, close about 1,600 accounts every week. Um, Star Wars Hill Republic unleashes terror from beyond. That's patch one point four. Has all those quality of life stuff that they should have had from the start. Um Tamer Saga introduces mounts. City of Heroes releases their Sunset FAQ, and Ultima Online turns fifteen. Happy birthday.
0: Is Star Wars free yet? No. no I don't care. All right, so, <laughs> <laughs> right. yeah, so- nobody
1: nobody really cares about TOR until it goes free. <laughs> yep. <laughs>
0: <laughs> all right. So if you'd like to leave us feedback for the show, podcast at rpgamer.com is the email address, podcast at rpgamer.com. You can follow our Twitter at twitter.com slash rpgamer. You can find our Facebook page at facebook.com slash rpgamer. You can follow our YouTube at youtube.com slash rpgamer.com and the dot com is spelled out. So D O T C O M, because someone else squatted on RPGamer. Um, you can also send us voicemails at six oh eight seven two nine four zero nine eight. You can also email us in segments for the show at podcast at rpgamer dot com. Segments keep under ninety seconds, voicemails keep under thirty seconds. Thank you very much. And lastly and most importantly, Extra Life is next month. So just a little update for you on Extra Life. as I try to get my team page. I'm you can at win e-
2: Drake's chair.
0: Yes. All right. So some donation updates first. I'm at $87. I need to hit 100 <clears throat> I need to hit $1,000. Um, if I can't do that, at least help me get to 250 Come on, guys. I need some donations. I need them now. You can go to tinyurl.com slash extra Chris, and it'll take you right to my donation page. Please sponsor me. Please sponsor Anna. Um, Anna is at, uh, what, what's your little participant code? Did you make that?
2: Um, two shoot, hang on.
0: You didn't, you didn't like, make a text version? T-
2: no, it's oh, okay. just, I just have the All code. Right. So it's, go to the um, RPGamer
0: team page by going to my, my thing, extra Chris, or to RPGamer.com. Nine.
2: Oh, yeah, that's right. I didn't change mine because mine's awesome. It's 29999 nine nine nine. Oh two nine nine
0: nine nine Oh, 29999 to go to, yep. to Anna's. So that's extra li- life.org slash participant slash 29999 Or just go to RPGamer.com. There's a big old extra life banner. Click on it. At the bottom of that is a big old thermometer. Click on that. They'll take you to the RPGamer team page. You can find Sam. You can find Anna. You can find me. You can find Michael Cunningham. You can find Scott Wachter. Um, donate to any of the staff members or Kazrico, E.K. Thompson. Donate to any of those people, and you're entered into the uh, to the drawings. Uh, Trent, oh, he's a staff member, so Trent Seeley as well. Is Chrissy a staff member? Chrissy Bundy? No. I don't remember that name. They don't work here. They've got a ton of donations. So way to go, Chrissy Bundy. Um, who else can we give a shout-out to? Sam is in the lead. $484. Guys, you need to help me beat Sam. Come on. I need your help. I'm the team captain here. Come on. Michael, make some donations. hmm Yeah. All right. So I'm playing Probably for g- Sam. Say what?
3: Probably to Sam. Oh. All
0: right. <laughs> We're making good progress towards our team goal though, and that's the most important goal of all. Um, five thousand is our team goal. We're at fourteen hundred. We got a few weeks left time to get donations and gear if you've been waiting um oh sarah mcgar is also on the sam uh, on the staff list so you can donate to her as well um so donate to our team get us to five thousand, and if you donate to one of the staff members like i listed sarah sam trent scott michael cunningham anna marie myself chris privetier um or ek thompson any of those you'll be entered into one of the drawings over at psnation.org. So you can go see their drawing list. I've got it linked on that RPGamer page I already told you go to, our big logo on our homepage. Um, you can also go to psnation.org and click on their Extra Life button, and that will take you to the list of drawing items, which now includes an actual prop used in the shooting of an Uncharted 2 commercial, like the seat from the aircraft or something. It's crazy. Oh, wait, from the train. Sorry, not from the aircraft, from the train sequence. Some restrictions... You need to be able to either pick it up in the L.A. area or you need to pay for the shipping, which will probably be more than you're going to need to donate to qualify for it. The donation total is $100 to qualify for the chair. So normally you are going to, Normally our drawing works like this. 10 bucks gets you into the drawing. Um, anything higher than that, um, you can see there's a breakdown of how many tickets in the drawing your higher donation gets you. So normally 100 bucks gets you $32 into the drawing and it will also qualify you to win the prop from the Uncharted 2 commercial, which is a really cool thing. So um, you'll need to add Pound Drake into the comments of your donation. Please do that, or email me at podcasterrpegamer.com to let me know that your donation should be considered for this prize, because we're not just going to consider anybody because of the shipping and pickup restrictions of this prize. So if you want to pick it, you want to get it, say that uh, you need to donate 100, and you need to let let us know um, that you want to be eligible for it by putting Drake in the comments or emailing me. Um, or emailing uh, Glenn and let him know that you donated to gamer and you want to be eligible for that. And we'll Glenn and I will work that out. Um, and he, he's podcast at psnation.org. So email everybody. Just let everyone know. I want that darn chair. All right? Uh, additionally, uh, PS Nation, if you really like their podcast, they're auctioning off the spot on the podcast, um, which I guess we could do that too, couldn't we? That'd be pretty easy. Hmm. But now I just feel like we're copying them, so maybe we shouldn't do that. So there are lots of other prizes there, lots of RP Gamer prizes. Um, we've got Dungeons & Dragons stuff. we got new prizes that will be coming up, this. I expect, this week. Michael Cunningham owes me big email prizes, so we'll get more about that. we got PSN cards, Amazon gift cards. we got Astro Gaming headsets, all that stuff. Check out the prize list at psnation.org. Help us heal some kids, guys. This is all for Children's Miracle Network for individual hospitals. I'm playing for Gunderson Lutheran. And who are you playing for?
2: Um, children's Miracle uh shoot. Children's Ho- the, hospital. the BC
0: Children's Hospital Foundation. Thank you. Yes, that's who you're playing for. <laughs> you probably should remember that. <laughs> Ooh, look at you. You got Robert Boyd of Z Boyd Games donating Yeah, Z Boyd donated awesome. to
2: me Woohoo!
0: Nice. Who's Sarah Sarah Magar is playing for she's playing for um oh it doesn't say. Oh, there it is. Primary Children's Medical Center. Which I believe is out in Utah, which would make sense because that's where she is. And she's got the most cute hamster Kirby combo on her page. So you definitely need to go help her hit her goal. She's she's only got a goal of a hundred bucks. Come on, guys. She should make this goal in a, a second. So I need to I need you guys to be generous. You guys have been awesome in the previous years. We've raised thousands of dollars for extra life in the past. I'm hoping to do more in the in the future and uh help us bring this home strong. So we're we're in the crunch time and really need your help. So expose it to other people, get them in. Uh, if the drawing's your thing, maybe they'll get you to donate or get your friends to donate. If not, you just want to help kids donate. Um, oh, and by the way, if anyone ever feels like they don't want to deal with getting prizes or stuff and they just want other people in prizes, you just want to donate, then make a comment in your donation and we will exclude you from the drawing. And that way those prizes can go to other people. Just say you're not interested in them or something. Um, or say you're really interested in them and make darn sure you're in the drawing. (laughs) Everyone will be in the drawing all right so that's it anything we should say leave some words of wisdom
1: we're good now Uh, i think we're good
0: we're good all right that's our yeah kirby wants you to help says noodle so let's leave off of that kirby wants you to help trails in the sky are going hd and extra life's getting close so uh oh yeah we'll be streaming duh on the october 20th we'll be streaming uh playstation nation will be streaming uh, sam will be streaming Uh, i don't know who else will be streaming um, lots of streams, so you'll be able to watch people play games all day, and we'll do some multiplayer stuff. Uh, PS Nation has a whole multiplayer uh, score, uh, excuse me, schedule up. So if you want to get in on some of that, you can go follow that over there. They're playing lots of multiplayer games. I am thinking of playing through live on the stream um, Panzer Dragoon Saga. Wow. Does that sounds fun. That sounds
1: cool.
0: Yeah, I think have fun with cool. that. No, is that bad?
1: No, no. I'm saying it's fine. Okay, cool. Have, have fun
0: so and uh, I don't know I think we'll join up and do some uh, PS Nation stuff at some point as well but Panzer Dragoon Saga sounds like a great thing to stream so I, I'm looking forward to doing a lot of that um, and if I'm really smart I can figure out how to hook it up so that you can actually see a direct feed of that but I don't know how to do that so I might just have to point a camera at the screen I hope that's okay guys let me know if you have ideas um, yeah that's it if you have any suggestions for the stream and what we should play go ahead and email those in as well Podcast podcast.rpgimber.com and with that I'm going to leave you Uh, Short show this week, but don't worry. We'll be back next week. Um, Until then, goodbye, everybody.
3: Bye.